Ooh, got some gurgliness going on. Pant crapping, world ending glee. I made an elf rogue named Fagballs. <laughs> you are listening to the After the Fact podcast. It's a freaking bowling ball made of energy. I'm sorry, I'm not understanding why this is a problem. As a as a kid, I was borderline retarded. Classic gaming by geeks just like you. I beat the second boss in the game. As far as I'm concerned, I beat the game. Mike, I got a headshot on you. I pistol sniped you from across the room. And now, your hosts, Luke Matthews. Oh, fuck, motherfucking cock Andy Padel. All of us are having a fun time talking about how terrible like the, the game is, and we just look over as Mike Atron's soul is slowly being sucked away. And Mike DiPatrillo. Nerd, the nerd, nerd, killing. <laughs> Heal. Ah, I'm dead. Thunder. 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 Thundercats. Ho! Yes. That was really loud. God, Mumra's hot. Oh, isn't he? Yeah. I'd tap that till it fell apart. (laughs) I'd unravel that bitch. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get going. Uh, Welcome, everybody, to episode 33 of the After the Fact podcast. I am your host, Luke Matthews, and I am joined today by Andy Padel and Micatron. Guten Tag. Guten Tag? You're going for... Yeah. <laughs> How you guys doing tonight? I'm tired. I'm I good. fucking tired I'm happy well. not to be working. Lay tired. That's not saying much. I'll take what I can get. Yeah. Fire yeah. the missiles. But I'm lay tired. Uh, normally we would start... I mean, okay, let's start by going around and finding out what people are playing. You're still playing Radiant Historian. Yeah, right? I, I'm finishing up all the side... Shit, which there's a ton of. Have we even talked about Radiant Historia yet? Yes, a little bit, twice. Uh, yes, <laughs> we mentioned Radiant Historia and that it's a good RPG, but I'm not sure why. Is it is good. it pixels throwing numbers at each other? No, it is not pixels throwing numbers at each other. The writing is actually incredibly high quality. Um, so the story is good. It's well thought out, and there is sort of a there's an overall threat. But one of the things that I like about it is the. The initial conflict has two villains who are manipulating their appropriate rulers and whatnot, and it's sort of morally gray at the beginning. And just the quality of the writing overall, it's not cliche, it's not hacked in, it's solid. No spoony bards. No spoony bards. That's unfortunate. Yeah, that's some minus points there. I was listening to an IGN podcast, uh, I'm trying to remember which one, I don't think, I think it was, I think it was Beyond. And they were they were doing a contest, and uh, I remember. That, so they're they're kind of resident classic game guys. A guy named Colin Moriarty, who I'm going to bring up in a sec. And he uh, he was doing the, the contest. This is from a few weeks ago. The contest uh, question, like it was a trivia question, and you had to answer it right. And he he goes into this long thing about um, uh, in Final Fantasy IV, you can go back and talk to um, Yang's wife, and uh, you can get a special weapon for. The fucking ninja guy. I don't remember his name. But well, in the, the original Super Nintendo version, you get a special a summon. Ten. You get a special summon called Sylph. No, that's there was it's because Yang's wife was the one that always hit, was hitting him with the frying pan. Yeah, you get the up. frying pan. No, you get a spoon. In the original version, no, th- there's two different. Um, you talk to her twice. Once at right. the midpoint, once towards the end. Yes, and in one of those, you get a spoon. 
And I was like, is that really a hard question for anybody that knows Final Fantasy? Like, because that seems pretty straightforward. But then again, I'm sitting here talking on a classic gaming podcast, so maybe it's straightforward to me and maybe not to everyone else. Well, she gives you the frying pan to wake his lazy ass up Mm -hmm. because he's sleeping in the underworld. Maybe maybe that's not common knowledge, but to me, when it was something that was that outlandish, right? The fact that it was a spoon, and when you throw it, it does 9,999 damage. Like, that's memorable. That's like, oh, that's fucking awesome. And it's a, it's one of those legendary things. So it seems like anybody that knows Final Fantasy and has played any of them, or it has, has played the classic versions, would know that. Anyway, I, I digress. It was, it was, it, I'm not saying it's stupid or, i was just i thought it was I, you know he was making it out to be like it was a really hard thing that's uh, like 50 it, gil dude uh, <laughs> is it chocobo <laughs> actually, oh it's pikachu isn't it actually it's, it's called, pikachu it's kakarot that's uh, the summon oh yes yes you're, you're absolutely right sir i don't uh, do i get a cookie you are not awake for this show are you <laughs> i am i am awake sort of yes <laughs> Part of it is I'm not looking forward to discussing this game. Why? We'll discuss that later. <laughs> okay. Poor man's Gunstar Heroes. Hey. Oh, there are so many analogies I can make. But let's talk about the games we are playing. Yeah. Go right ahead. Oh, me. He played Radiant Historia. That's oh, sweet. Now yeah, and we've already talked about that twice. And I was paying attention. Uh, <laughs> I am playing Final Fantasy III on my iPhone and it's a very good port. I believe it's the DS version. I played the FF3 fan translated ROM, but it's a pretty darn good translation of the original NES game with a graphical update. Okay. Yeah, no, I played I played Final Fantasy 3 on the DS and it was it was kind of fun. There were some things I added into it that I didn't like, but like, I mean, uh, uh, overall, it was. It, I mean, it was Final Fantasy three. So, is that the first one with the class system? Uh, the job yeah, system. Job, yeah. job system. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So you have the job system. It's like one. It is, is fucking hardcore old school. Like okay, grindy, so grindy, 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 grind. So I don't think it's that grindy. Uh, the two, DS version was two. Is fucking grindy. Well, two, one two, and two are both terrible fucking games. Two, two, I think, is the the worst one of the series because it's broken. It's broken, and here's how they corral your your party into going to where they think you should go. When you go to an area that you're not supposed to go, you fight monsters that are at least 30 levels higher than you, and they fucking one-shot you. Nope. <laughs> We've had this discussion before, and that happens in every single Final Fantasy no, game. No, this is, this yeah, is yeah, yeah. way worse. Mm. This had me, who is normally a person who doesn't give a shit about those things, go, wow. That was really obvious that I'm not supposed to be in that area. <laughs> so you can totally break the game using that mechanic. In the first town, there's a town directly north where you go in and you know you just get fucked. But it's always one soldier. So you have two people cast Revive on the person that he killed the last turn. So he can't kill the full party because you basically have unlimited MP. And when you finally finish the fight, it's like, game 35 levels. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or actually, the alternative way to fuck that game over is to actually just attack yourself over and over That's and over also again. acceptable. I'll... Uh, Final Fantasy tactics. Yeah. We just throw stones at each other for Doom. roughly 40 Doom. hours, Doom. and then you gain a hojillion Skrillian levels. I did that with Final Fantasy 4, where there was a there was two specific spots, but you'd get, you know, you'd you'd get a summoner and they would summon something 
and you would just sit there and kill whatever the fuck she was summoning for just talk about grindy. That's how I would grind. Instead of walking around and getting into fights every time, I just get into that one fight and be like, kill it, kill it, kill it. Never touch the summoner because then you could just pass on your turns while you're waiting for her to summon something. Kill it, kill it, kill it. And then you finish the fight. You decide, okay, fuck it, I'm done. You finish the fight and then you sit there hitting A for like an hour while it's like you gained X gill and got this item and gained a level and you gained a level and she gained a level and this, there's some more items and gained a level and gained a level. <laughs> it's just like ridiculous. Uh, DQ9, um, a buddy of mine, Mike, found uh, one of the dungeons there's it starts out with like normally a group of four will appear and each one can summon another creature and he could kill four of them a turn and he was like one weekend he was just bored and he would he literally spent uh 20 hours just wiping out four (laughs) next turn wiping out four (laughs) next turn wiping out four not paying attention and his battery died (laughs) oh that sucks that's terrible there's another exploit in final fantasy 6 or 3 the american version where you're there's a Early in the game, there's a rafting area. So you're you're rafting, and you have the character Bannon. He's the old dude that has this special ability that you just heals the party for no MP. It's just like a, right. a heal ability, right? And so you set your 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 game to remember the last input. So you have you set all of these things in, and you can actually go to a point in the game where there's a loop in the rafting area so you remember and all you have to do is put your controller on repeat so if you have a rapid fire controller you just put it on rapid fire you say repeat and then you leave your game on for the night and you come back in the morning and your characters are all level 99 that is excellent free leveling service no chinaman required (laughs) (laughs) oh that's spectacular I want to hire someone to earn me gill and grind levels in Final Fantasy 3 so you're playing Super Meat Boy as well? I'm playing Super like Meat Boy. the polar opposite of Final Fantasy III. Yes. So they released a patch for Super Meat Boy that includes 140 new levels. It's not a patch. That's a new game. It's, yeah. Well, it's Super Meat World. And I guess it's to... That's what they're calling it. The Super Meat Boy guys are calling it. Does it have it. stages called Radical and Awesome and Tubular? Uh, I haven't delved into it too much because it's hard Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, Super Meat Boy is hard? Yeah, Super Meat Boy is f- fuck hard. Fuck. Uh, it is involves... Usually, it's, it's, it's a really lengthy process for me to play Super Meat Boy because I play it for five minutes, realize it's hard, maybe beat a level or two, and then realize it's hard again and then stop playing. And then I come back 15 minutes later and going, eh, it's not that hard, is it? <laughs> and then I realize it's hard. I didn't buy it because I played the demo and the demo just like, yeah, it was hard and it was frustrating. And then it took me a long time to actually finish everything in the demo. And then I was just kind of done. I'm like, I've gotten my Super Meat Boy experience and I don't really have any interest to do more levels. So I'm digging for the absurdity that is the hardest level. So wait, you, you finished the initial game though, right? No, I didn't. Jesus. I'm sort of a weird completionist when it comes to this stuff. And you need a certain number of bandages to actually access the 140 extra levels. So you need at least 20. So you're not building a new girlfriend? No. She's a sopping pile of bandages. And, oh, they give you another skin for, another skin for Super Meat Boy. It's actually Potato Boy. <laughs> and he explodes in a, like, a cloud of like starch. A <laughs> <laughs> cloud of french fries. Yeah. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah. The game has so many nods to 
old game culture that I just can't help but be tickled by it. Like, you open the beginning of the first chapter, and it's the Double Dragon opening sequence. Yeah. Where just... Bandage Girl gets punched in the stomach by Dr. Fetus and dragged off. Yeah, not I... like the arcade version where she just gets shot and killed. <laughs> <laughs> stomach. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I just came up with a brilliant idea. They need to do another skin that's Onion Boy. And when he dies, he blows up in onion rings a la Mega Man. Poof. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, that would be spectacular. That's wonderful. And that's what I'm playing. (coughs) Luke, what about you? What are you playing? Just, like, I'm not playing anything specific. I played played a little bit of Dead Space. I tried beating the anus boss again and failed and just didn't feel like playing. And it was, it's not that I, I, I don't know. There's something about it that I just, I just don't. Can't get into it? I can't. I'm having trouble because I spend a lot of time pounding that anus, and you know, I just can't really, I can't really enjoy it. Tried you know? the anus, failed the anus. Yeah, yeah, failed anus attempt. Yeah, I I failed the anus attempt, and I mean, yeah, I'm getting on top of the anus a lot, but I'm not really like penetrating. See, I so was, it's I was like, going with subtle, and you just fuck subtle. <laughs> But you know, so, that's the same thing that's been happening me? with me in Dragon Age 2. Yeah. I'm playing in a nightmare, and there's one, there's actually a boss that's roughly 100,000 times harder than anything else in the game combined. Is it <laughs> Illabella, Illabella as a friend? Or Isabella as a friend? <laughs> uh, well, actually, that's just... The, yeah, you, yeah, the, bug yeah the, the bug. The crippling, dehabilitating, slow-motion <laughs> bug <laughs> that stacks <laughs> and wasn't the first thing that they patched for some goddamn reason. <laughs> uh, they made her more bouncy, didn't they? That was the first thing they she's patched. She's not bouncy. She's just stacked. But that's a story for another time. Uh, I get to this boss and I just getting, I'm getting pounded mm-hmm. by this boss. Pounded in the ass. Nice. So the boss to you is like me to the anus. Yes, but he's just... Pound, pound, pound. But he's much larger than he could possibly fit in that <laughs> anus situation. <laughs> Fair. He's a giant rock wraith. He does roll around, though. So it's all, why, why all would you, right in the pooper. Why would you expect subtle from us, Andy? This is the kind of humor that floats around in my circle of friends, so just get used to it. Our sub- subtlety is about as subtle as a rubber fist. <laughs> so you're saying that we have the nuance and subtlety of a Gallagher routine when he smashes the watermelon. <laughs> if the if said watermelon is hitting you in the brown star, yes. <laughs> and I'm also playing Resistance 2. <laughs> Winky wink. <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. I'm playing Resistance 2. I played like a level and then I gave up. And then I played a level of Transformers War versus War for Cybertron, which is surprisingly good. It's outstandingly it's like, mediocre in a good way. It's 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 Gears of War with Transformers, like I've said before, and it's actually pretty fun. It's you know, and it's Transformers that's not shitty, and that's good enough for me. Nod, you know? nod, nod, nod. So we're nodding. I mean, aside from that, the only thing I've been doing lately, we went and saw on Monday night. We went and saw Red State, um, Kevin Smith's new horror movie that's not a video game and, uh no it's not it's excellent though is it really yeah it's actually it's really hard to compare it to kevin smith's other movies because it has nothing to do with his other style of movies like it's a completely different style it's a really fucking good thriller i think it's like his best movie it's it's really good it's really fucking creepy and the guy uh, michael parks the guy that plays aben cooper the main preacher in the movie is unreal in that movie he's so good 
But like you said, it's not a video game. So you've got a weird look on your face, though, Andy. Well, well it's, it's like, like, okay, so Kevin Smith's movies, I can't classify them all as the same thing. Because on one hand, you've got Mallrats, Clerks. Chasing Amy, <sighs> Jersey Girl. No, Jersey Girl and Chasing <laughs> Amy are like the, the other Kevin Smith movies. No, Chasing Amy. Chasing. Okay, so it's, yes, they are the other Kevin Smith movies. That Chasing Amy is good. I'm not saying like, it's bad. What's Jersey Girl's not Jer- good. Jersey Girl is the one that I'm like, oh, yeah. what the fuck? You had to have gotten a giant pile of money for making it. Why are we talking about movies? So- okay, we're just going to stop with the movie Yeah, let's just stop with Kevin Smith. That's what I did. I haven't been playing much video games, but I have gotten more in this week than, than usual. Um, the rest of my time has been spent playing uh, Vector Man. And unfortunately, there's not... There's not a lot of video game news to talk about right now. It's really kind of a boring week. It's well, it's, it's um, kind of the slow season. I think it's all of the. So there's a lot of reviews and previews for upcoming mm-hmm. stuff. So you're starting to get more snippets. Of, well, you you had there's still Rift, right? Rift got released pretty recently, so there's a lot of hype about that still. People haven't completely picked it apart yet so that's like the big thing right now rift's an mmo though right yeah rift's yeah. an mmo so that doesn't really penetrate my consciousness because i'm not a pc gamer yeah so. oh it's man it's pretty just don't say anything about the penetrating consciousness no no actually i was gonna talk about rift for a you minute. mean uh, skull fucking we're talking about skull fucking now <laughs> this used to be a classy podcast really classy my when there was i i just, yeah. just move on. So Rift <laughs> has done this giant advertising campaign with these two-page spreads in magazines and comics and whatnot, and it's like, you're not an Azeroth anymore. And a lot of people are like, you yeah, actually, you kind of still are. <laughs> same formula, if, if same I wasn't, UI. <laughs> if I wasn't in Azeroth, I wouldn't have bought the game. Yeah, so they're, they're you know giving us snippets of Diablo... Three and yeah, there's a lot of previews of stuff because this is going to be a big year. Like, there's a lot. Oh of, yeah, especially <clears throat> especially for PS3. Like, PS3 has so many fucking amazing exclusives coming out this year. So there's a lot of like hype and build up to stuff, but not a lot of. There's just nothing going on right now. La you know? Noir, 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 Noir is coming, and it like, just like I say, Wednesday, Witness Day. <laughs> it's spelled Noir. 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 So something that I will go ahead and bring up, though, just because I I follow a bunch of the IGN guys on Twitter, and I brought I brought up Colin Moriarty earlier, who um, they're working on their like top hundred best NES games list. Uh, he was complaining about the fact that they put Mega Man Two thirteen spaces above Mega Man Three, even though they're both on the list. Uh, he's got an article that's entitled, uh, what's it called? It's called Mega Man 2 Isn't the Best Mega Man Game. And it's pretty much, it, it's a comparative article. I suggest everybody go read it. Who's, who's, if you're listening to the show, you're clearly, you know, you've played Mega Man games in the past. It's a, you're a classic game fan to some degree. Um, I would suggest going and reading the article because it's, it's an actual, actually an interesting look at the two games side by side. You know, how Mega Man 3 is basically, it has everything that Mega Man 2 has plus more. Plus more. It's got, it's, in his opinion, it's more difficult than Mega Man 2, which, you know, my opinion is not that difficulty equals quality, so that's not necessarily a good thing to me. Um, he thinks, you know, he says the Robot Masters are better, he thinks the music is better, he thinks overall it's a more polished game than Mega Man 2. I understand why Mega Man 2 is held in such high, so that's much deep. higher regard, because Mega Man 2 was a huge improvement over 1. Like, a night and day improvement over one except for the cover 
except cover for the art game. of clearly, one yes. with clearly the best art yes. ever created for any game. The gap between Mega Man 1 and Mega Man 2 was huge. Absolutely. And people who were into Mega Man, like there were a lot of there a lot of people I know including myself weren't even introduced to the Mega Man series until 2. And that is because there were a few people that liked Mega Man 1, and then when Mega Man 2 came out, it was like, holy fuck, this game is good, and everybody found out about it. The gap between Mega Man 2 and 3... Not nearly as significant. Not, not yeah. as significant. So as, as much as Mega Man 3 might be a better game, I don't think it has um, as strong a place in everybody's nostalgia as Mega Man 2 does, because... Mega Man 2 is where a lot of people started, and Mega Man 3, while good, it's kind of an extension. It's the same mechanics. It's, it's like it's like the series is Mega Man, <clears throat> Mega Man 2, Mega Man 2 Plus, Mega Man 4, Mega Man 5, <laughs> kind of yeah, and then and nothing. But, Mega Man 8, Mega Man 9, <laughs> soccer. There's a number in there. It's kind of like a uh, X. Was it X7 is bad as well. So I think all of the sevens are a terrible. No, dude, X7 was fucking fucking terrible. No, I'm not saying it was good. I'm, no, I'm it was like of, the pseudo 3D, like kind of weird, uh, like angled view sh- bullshit. Wait, was that the it was first like, PS2 one? Yes. Okay. Like, I could, think. I think it, it was terrible. Is it? And and then Mega Man X8, they went back a step and and took all of the three. It's still like Mega Man X8 is is uh, 2.5D, right? It's uh, it's 3D models, 2D plane. Axel, but... Yeah, fucking Mega Man. Anyway. Some of the Mega Man art that's fan art for these games is fucking brilliant. So anyway, I would I would suggest, you know, go go read that article because it's an interesting... It's interesting to see a modern video game uh, publication actually talk about, you know, classic games to some degree again. And I generally, for the most part, am right on board with Colin Moriarty's opinions of games because just like me, he thinks Sonic is a big pile of trash and Ready doesn't understand super. why um, people love it so much. Uh, so it, it's kind of interesting listening. Sonic is a dumb shit fuck weasel. Yeah, yeah. that's right. So but read the article by Carl Marty. You can uh, yeah, no shit. You can uh, you can follow him on follow him on Twitter. He's got some interesting tweets because. Um, He's kind of a history buff and a politics buff, so some of his tweets are pretty interesting. He's uh, no ta- at no taxation. So the, uh, talking about retro games and guys who got it, uh, the sequel to A Boy and His Blob, that game is great. Really? Yes. What's it called? I can't remember what the subtitle so I was looking up. It's like, is it just A Boy and His Blob? Yeah, something, something, something? Yeah, it's, not like, it's like David Crane's A Boy and His Blob 2 subtitle. Hmm. It is fantastic. It's The art is different. I mean, it's, it's a much more high quality. It's very, very, very cartoony. That is the true sequel to that game and the way it should have been done they didn't screw anything up that was you know fun about the the original is very challenging and there's some things that are kind of difficult that about knowing like intricate mechanics but the puzzles are solid the artwork is amazing and it's just it's a good game and it's cheap too if i remember correctly is it a it's a wii game it's a wii game it is a wii exclusive i'll definitely have to check it out because a boy and his blob is fun it's weird uh, and weird it, it good. takes yeah weird good and it takes a while to get used to but um, we should definitely do it on the show soon. So now can we move on to Vector Man? Absolutely. All right. So for the past two weeks we've been playing Vector Man. Uh, Let's talk about balls. <laughs> Uh, Vector Man was a Genesis game released in 1995. Uh, it was 
pre-rendered 3D and similar in style to uh, Donkey Kong Country, only actually done well. Um, and the premise of the game is in the far future. It's it's the premise is basically Wally. Uh, far future Earth is so polluted that it can't is uninhabitable. So humans leave the planet behind to a series of ore bots to clean up the planet. And in some weird freak accident, the leader uh, the leader of all the ore bots gets connected to a nuclear warhead and calls himself Warhead and then decides to ruin the planet and make it a trap so that when all the humans come back, they uh, they die. And you play a little Orbot named Vector Man who um, uh, is trying to stop him. I, I don't know. I, I like the setting of this game because the concept that for some reason you attach a you attach a robot to a nuclear bomb. Why the fuck you'd ever do it in the first place? But you you do it, and if he Skynet becomes, has taught us nothing, yeah, you become automatically evil, right? Like I I don't know. I just I enjoyed that little that little bit. You do not the, give robots access to nuclear weapons. Seriously, Fucking war games people have you not seen this movie? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Skynet. The storyline in the game is minimal, as it should be in any sixteen bit game. But I'm, I'm going to start in, in the place where you would normally start with this game. Listen, let me interject here. Okay, go ahead. So you're this robot, and all these people fucked up your house. Actually, they fucked up a house, and then they left the house, and then it's your job to go in the house and clean all their shit up. Mm -hmm. But they leave you with a nuclear missile. What are you going to do with the (laughs) nuclear missile? You're going to clean up the house. Yeah, you're going to clean up the, nucle- the nuclear house. Yeah, it's going to be like the, the house yeah. is going to be so clean that it's going to be like there's nothing No, you're going to shoot the fuck out of them when they come back. You're like, I don't want to clean your shit up. Yeah. <laughs> trash the house. Especially if it's actually any kind of, if the, if these robots have any kind of intelligence, which they clearly do, Yeah, and free will to some degree, they're going to be like, fuck you guys, it's our planet now. It's like ACDC had a, had a house party, and you're like, you're going to clean up ACDC's house party. There's like used condoms and like syringes all over, and like, here dead you hookers. go. Dead, <laughs> dead hookers and tigers and like all this <laughs> shit. And you're like, man, this is a real fucked up. You know, I don't want this house, actually. Can I just go back to what I was doing before? Like being turned off. Yeah. Be- being turned off, you know, a bucket of bolts, something other than my t- cleaning my up jizz off of a couch <laughs> for 300 years. So basically what you're telling me is my two options are you can shut me off or I can go into that room. I don't even know what's on the walls and how did shit get on the ceiling? That's... It- it looks like someone went just crazy with a glue gun in there. Know. <laughs> you know, the, the worst part is... Okay, where's the off switch? I'll turn myself off, save you the trouble. Yeah, it's like, you know, they've got... They give them the black light. You know, they have black light vision or something. And so there's just... Oh, it's it's, it's awful. Oh. Anyways, okay. continue. So continuing. Luke, what were you... Uh, I don't remember. I don't fucking You were talking you about Vector Man. Oh, I was talking about Vector Man. Vector Man, uh, I'm going to start where everyone <laughs> sh- should start with this game. It is gorgeous probably one of the best looking games of its generation on either system in my opinion it is it is pre-rendered 3d turned 2d that is done so infinitely better than donkey Donkey kong Kong country Country. infinitely better than donkey kong country it is because it actually looks good the there's no it's not muddy it aged better definitely it aged better the the animations are smooth the fucking backgrounds animations are awesome like the first level when you've got all the flags like all the, the the flags flapping in the background stuff they look really nice there are level 
levels that don't look so great. Like I think it's the third or fourth level that's the the first water level kind of yeah, looks kind of okay, but what? Was this done by the same company that made the fighting game balls? I don't think so. It was done it's by Blue, Blue Sky. Sky. Yeah. Um I I honestly Cuz it know. just I hit, like I wonder if they had anything to do with Okay. So, uh Gunstar Heroes reference number 1 for the show. There's the I think it's the sixth boss in Gunstar Heroes is basically the same thing that Vector Man is composed of where it's a bunch of balls and I'm wondering if that's where they got the idea or if that's the same development team or I don't know I didn't look it up because I was woefully unprepared for this podcast Fantastic. I spent a lot of time playing the game and not a lot of time actually doing any show prep I spent so, some time so dying in the game what yeah. You're, yeah what you're saying is these developers may or may not really like balls I really like balls love balls all over you my know, you eyes like, you like watching balls just watching them run around Right in my eyes. Playing a game, balls flop on around. Chin. <laughs> balls on chin. Oh, um, that was what I was going to say as well, is that unlike... Little fleshy coconuts. <laughs> unlike <laughs> Donkey Kong Country, when I played this on a 40-inch plasma... It still looked good. It looked good. It, was, it moved really smoothly. It looked pretty. I was never... The environments are never muddy. I never felt like I didn't know where I was supposed to go. I never felt like I was out of control. We'll get into the control mechanics in a little bit, but uh, like... It's just well-designed graphics. It's like it's really fucking pretty. And and that surprised me because you didn't see, no offense to Genesis fans, there aren't a whole lot of good-looking games on the Genesis. Or sounding. Or sounding. Um, Super Bonsai Bros, Gunstar Heroes. Gunstar Heroes is definitely a good-looking game. That's Um, fine. Earthworm Jim. Earthworm Jim, yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, Earthworm Jim is a terrible game, so... <laughs> wow, let's really get into. We're this. gonna get. We're gonna. No, so, no, we'll get into ooh, it on the Earthworm Gym episode. Ooh, no, so. no, 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 no. What I'm saying is, when I played Vector Man, I was bored as shit, and I kept saying to myself, "Man, I'd rather be playing Earthworm Gym." Wow, that, that's really that's desperation because Earthworm Gym is fucking like like aggravatingly terrible. Poor so, man's wow. Star Heroes. See, I don't. I don't think so because I mean, Gunstar. When did Gunstar Heroes come out? Did it come out? It came out after this, didn't it? Ninety three. Ninety three. Really? Yeah, okay. It was pretty early. I like Gunstar Heroes. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to bag on Gunstar Heroes. I think that Vector Man has it has a lot of elements of several different games. It's got a little Contra in there. It's got a little Gunstar Heroes. It's got a little Mega Man. Uh, it's got a little uh, Metal me. Slug. Like I, it reminded the first boss especially reminds me of Metal Slug a lot. It's the little like hover hovering yeah. uh, plane thing, and it comes down with and balls like, attached. Like, to the yeah, wings. With, with balls yeah, attached to it. They really balls. like balls. Yeah. Um, the second level in this game doesn't make any goddamn sense at all to me. It's the it's the one where you're on the track, like you're running on the track, and the dude fucking thing is hanging from the track, and you're shooting its shooting its hands. That doesn't make any goddamn sense. It was like they were just like, look at what we can do with parallax scrolling, bitch. <laughs> you know, and it just didn't. It was kind of dumb, and it was really fucking short. Like, you finish that level in, no exaggeration, like 15 seconds. And it was just like... It's like 30. Oh, really? Because I, I was, like, super fast in, through that level for some reason. I am terrible at this game. Like, I don't know why. I just <laughs> I die over too. and over and over. How far over. did you get? <sighs> Five stages in? There's, like, a total Five. of 16 stages, and yeah. I just... I was like... Oh. 16 stages? The game is long. Some of them because, are really, really short, though. Yeah, some of them are. Like, that second yeah, level second is definitely, level. like, super short. Some of them don't have bosses. Like level three, the the first water level, there's no boss, which surprised the shit out of me, which pissed me off because I, I it's like it's been a long time since I played Vector Man, right? It's been late '90s probably since I played it the last time. I uh, there's the one power up you can get that basically it's like a an uber bomb, 
thing, right? Where you're you turning into a bomb. You turn, no, not the one where you transform into the bomb. That's the one where you like you get all the sparklies like floating around you, and then you can use it as a mega blast and kill everything on screen. But you can't shoot while you have it or you use it, right? So I got it in that level. And then proceeded to very carefully and gingerly Save make it, it all life. the way through the end of the level and Nothing. no boss. So then I very carefully and gingerly took it through the next level, <laughs> finally got to a boss. And it, it helped, don't get me wrong. The fourth level in this game can eat a big fat bag of dicks. In a good way? Fuck, no. Fuck, fuck that level. You want to know why you fuck that? Guess why I'm going to tell people to fuck this level. It's a goddamn ice level underwater. Go fuck. So I'm going to back up and say the control in this game is excellent. Yeah. It's really fucking good. You do hate ice levels. The jumping jumping is a little floaty, but I'm not worried about that. The shooting's really good. The control mechanics, like the movement is really good. Um, You know, they kind of build in that thing where you're, you're going uphill. It takes a little bit to get going uphill a little bit, but they don't overdo it like some games do. Um yeah, like Sonic. But the control overall is very tight and very well handled. And then you get to this level and it's like they it's like it's like they had Chuck, their their level designer, and Joey, their control mechanics designer, and they brought him into a room and they're like, Hey, hey Chuck, this is Joey. He designed all the controls for the game and Joey's like, Hey Chuck, how's it going? And Chuck's like, Awesome. And they looked at Chuck and they said, Hey Chuck, we want you to spend about a week and a half with Joey's uh, control mechanics and learn how they work. And then for the next month after that, we would like you to shit all over them. You take a game that has excellent control mechanics and then you make a level hard just because, oh, now all of a sudden my jumps are way too fucking floaty and every time I hit the ground I slide all over the goddamn place. Fuck that. Why would you ruin a perfectly good game by fucking putting level design in it that takes your control mechanics and fucking dumps them in the toilet and then pisses on them for good measure? Because it adds challenge. Challenge through bad controls is bad game design. Uh, challenge through bad level design. That fucks over your control design. That's so, th- that Your controls are fine. It's just the, no. the environment <laughs> the controls are in. So, so here's what you do in the future. I'm a, I'm a game designer, and I'm, I'm replacing Joey, the... The control, control design. designer dude, and I say, I put a screen up between level three and four, and I say, now take a Ziploc bag, take the Ziploc bag, open it, now put your controller in the Ziploc bag, <laughs> now seal the Ziploc bag, now play the game from the inside of a no, now you have to play the game through a Ziploc yeah. bag. That's the future of design here. <sighs> Will Wright, hear this. <laughs> You and your spore and dark spore and Sims and super spore Sims, super spore Sims three, the Pirates. real, <laughs> real life Ziploc bags. Montague or Mo- Molly, now, whatever. Now, Fable four, Peter Molyneux, Molyneux, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if you want a real challenge, fill the Ziploc bag with, with ice. Urine. Oh, you're in. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> we need you to finish this level. We have waterproofed the controller and then placed it inside a sack of your own urine. <laughs> I I don't know. I that always bothers me because challenge through fucking over your controls is bad game design. Whether it's because of the level or because it's bad controls. Like challenge games being challenging because their controls suck, that's just a bad game. That's what that's called. That's why Mega Man games are actually really good is because their controls are exceptional and they're still fucking hard. 
And that kind of challenge is fine. That's why Super Meat Boy, you know, Super Meat Boy is, the controls are really good in that game. It's fucking hard because they make it fucking hard, but they don't fuck your controls over. Well, here's here's the parallel I'd like to make between Vector Man and Super Meat Boy. One of the things that makes the game tolerable, even at its hardest, is that the game has so much character. Yes. There's a shit ton of character, and you're like, oh, I died. Or I exploded in starch ball and what have you. Vector Man, to me, has bad character design. Why does a dude comprised of some developer's ball fetish (laughs) amount to anything that would be put on Earth to clean up our used sperm couches? Okay, so that's... Now you're now you're like stretching into like video game character design has like why the fuck is there a plumber running through the mushroom kingdom right it's, it's just like it's at least interesting and see I thought that I thought I think Vector Man is an interesting character visually right maybe it doesn't fit like a a realistic view of why this character would exist but it's he's visually interesting when you put him in the game and do stuff with him the the difference between that and and Super Mario Brothers or if you're from Jersey Mario Brothers <laughs> is that it's out of someone's acid trip that Super Mario Brothers was born it's it's an absolute acid trip yeah sure and there is so much interesting craziness in that I, d- I definitely Which agree. includes the level design, which includes all of the enemies. Mm-hmm. They're very good character design. And yes. I'm, I'm just coming from a professional standpoint in, in my life, just looking at character designs that are terrible. For example, a movie parallel to this would be Final Fantasy... The well, Spirits Within. The Spirits Within has the worst character yes. design for anything. Yeah, it's pretty bad. You don't even know who the characters are. <laughs> It's not see, that bad in, in Vector Man. I don't think it is. And I, I don't think Vector Man has a lot of character or even even comes anywhere close to the amount of character that like Super Mario World has, right? I don't like and as much as I hate Sonic, that's one of the positive things about Sonic is that, you know, the the little blue fuck weasel is actually an interesting character well, it makes design. The, the franchise and, and the IP so successful. Right. Which is it's entirely the thing with with Vector Man for me is that the character I'm indifferent toward the character design. It's not that it's bad, but it's not really good either. But what makes it interesting is watching the character on screen the the movement the flow the way that the way the character you the know is nuances. animated the character himself is just that it's a bunch of fucking balls and the so only the reason why this is good. the animation is good the we, the only reason the character is designed that way is because they you know they wanted to do something pre-rendered that didn't look like fucking donkey kong country they wanted to do a character that when they're going to do it pre-rendered it's actually going to show up on screen and actually not get muddled into the background and not look like a big blob of fucking, you know, animated Balls? poo. Wait. Like, like so. a sack of <clears throat> sweaty nuts sacks? Okay. <laughs> now, as far as character... A sack of wait, sacks. I want to talk about character design for a second here. Um, I understand why they made him, you know, green balls, because that was the easiest thing for them sure. to actually, you know, animate that way. Fair. Mm-hmm. That's that's a good reason. Right? Yeah. It yeah. It's easy. It It works. I will not knock the character design at all. It really does. Yes, it's simple, but... That's okay, you know. You don't. If they R two D two is simple, yeah. But he's got a lot of fucking character because of the way they do stuff with him. Sure, like, he's you know? a squealing trash can. That's fine. E- exactly. Boo. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> if they would have tried something more complex, we all played Donkey Kong Country. We know how that turned out. Yeah. Now, the one thing that I will say about this game, the enemy designs are pretty terrible. Yeah. And like, that's what I was referring the to. The bosses are okay. I mean, the bo- I, I don't mind the bosses so much. The first boss is a big fucking hover jet thing. Contra? And, yeah. Be, uh. And then the, the boss at the end of the fourth level is like, it's a double boss where it starts as the flying thing that's dropping, you know, lava rocks on you and then turns into like the, the ball bear, like ice bear thing. And those are okay character designs. The, the actual intermittent enemies are awful like do you think that they spent so much time on the bosses and the main character that they just didn't have enough space yes i i think they spent so much time on the pre-rendered environments and making everything move smoothly that if you notice like i made it to level eight which is about halfway through the game and making it to level eight yeah that's my dog uh making it to level eight there's so little variance in the enemies. The vast majority of the enemies that you run into are the big, like, rock golem-looking things that shoot at you and the little fucking laser arms that are attached to walls. It's a step at, a step up from Pac-Man. Yeah, yeah, All the enemies kind of. are the same. Yeah. Pretty much. And but those you, enemies have tons of character. Pinky, <laughs> pinky, blinky, and dot. Absolutely. Yeah. They the Give me those cherries. There's so yeah. little... Now, that being said... They do a lot with very little in this game, which is one of the reasons why I like it. The level design is excellent in this game, and that's that's what makes the gameplay fun to me, is that they, you take a, a kind of a blah character and some kind of blah enemies as far as their designs go, and then you put them in a really decent level designs and give them patterns and things that make it interesting to, to play. And that's why I have fun with this game. I don't like, think I don't think Vector Man. I, I don't think I would consider him a blah character. It was a stylistic choice to make him the way that he is. He's blah to me. He's but blah. That's just, okay. I mean, Micatron outright thinks he's dumb, and I just think he's. I'm just in. Like I said, uh, while you walked away, I'm indifferent toward him. So the I, listeners didn't know that I had to go pee, and now you've ruined. Oh shit! Wait. Oh, ah. sorry. Um, I drink like five cups of coffee an hour before the show. Nice. Yeah, it was well, five cups. Thank you for not Do peeing on my chair. Do a barista proud. Side note. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now we can fill our urine bags for our controller. <laughs> I've got a Genesis <laughs> controller hidden for you in my pants. <laughs> yeah, special attack. <laughs> oh, God. You're just... Wee! The entire sh- you're spending the entire show trying to derail me and try and... Not trying. Succeeding. Succeeding. (laughs) That's fair. Isn't that what I do? Let's continue. Okay, so as I was saying, back to the main subject. You know what's also funny? Rubber fists. (laughs) 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 We're high-fiving about rubber fists. High-fives all around. Wait, guys, go. Wait, wait, wait. There you go. Fist bump. (laughs) Fist pound. We're fisting, too. Uh, Wow. So, to go back to the subject at hand. Awesome, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go play some Gears of War. Got some Axe body spray in my bag. Get to the telephone booth. I want to go play some Bullet Storm so I can shoot some guys in the dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking wow. back to Vector Man, please. Vector Man, all right. Jesus. The stylistic choice of making Vector Man out of balls works because it, it, you know, it is an intentional choice. And it turned out in the long run to be pretty good for him. Sure. Uh, plain and simple. So that's why I thought that he was not a blah character. Yeah. The level design is really good. And that's the thing, like I, like I was saying earlier, like, and Micatron kind of clarified, he's well animated. Absolutely. Right? And that's, oh, absolutely. The character design is blah. 
the animation is what makes him interesting. Like his little dances at the end of the level and like some of the shit that he does while you're in the game, like that's what makes it fun. You know, and aside from that, Vector Man is is oh, it's pretty derivative to be entirely honest. There's a lot of elements from other games kind of thrown into this one. It's it's very like we said earlier, very Gunstar Heroes contra Mega Man kind of all wrapped up in one thing. If it ain't broke, um, fix it. Though. Exactly. And that's what I was going to say. They all of those elements are are mashed together pretty well. Like they they do pretty well and like you were saying, like you can continue on the level design. The level design is to me, what makes this game? It's well thought out. The stage design itself is challenging. We can talk about level four separately from everything else. Fuck level and four. They, you know, like they set up rules for the character, and then they make the challenges depending on the rules of the character. Let's say you can jump three blocks high. They make jumps that are three blocks yeah. high. Everything's. It's not like you need to triple wall jump when you didn't even know you could wall jump in the first place. <laughs> Everything is based on the controls of the character. And you learn yeah. those all pretty quickly. I mean, there's some transformations later on. That there's a couple of things in the game that I thought was were interesting that I had forgotten about. For example, like he, he has... It's one of the few games back in that time that actually gave a reason for a double jump, right? He's got little, like, foot jets. Not a great reason, but it's a reason. It'll work. Now, the thing that the, that they add into the game that makes that interesting to me is that you can actually... If you jump onto an enemy, you get hurt unless you double jump right over top of it, and then your foot jets can actually do damage to an enemy, which I thought was actually pretty cool. And it saved my ass several times in that, in when I was telling you, when I was trying to gingerly move through the level with that, like, super bomb, I was able to still kill enemies with the jump, you know, mechanic without without it feeling like Mario or Sonic. It was like, it felt like a different mechanic and felt like something unique to Vector Man. It, it's smart. Okay, so I really like it when people are like, he's got a double jump, he's got jets. Well, what else could those jets do? You could burn enemies with them. Yeah. That is that is smart game design. Mm-hmm. Like, when there's just, you know, a little a subtlety that makes sense. What? what? Keep going. Oh, okay. Uh, every, every, look at stuff. It every, is really easy to fucking derail people tonight, <laughs> apparently. It's just like... <laughs> like it's... Uh, Okay, logical choices in character design that lead to other things that you would not normally expect. So the developer's like, we got to give him a double jump. We need a reason for that. Mm -hmm. That leading into the fact that the jets deal damage or he can turn himself into a bomb. What else can we do with this? Mm -hmm. That sort of stuff is... That's although the turning thinking. self although turning yeah. self into a bomb is probably the least logical of all of the things in the game. <laughs> and that's what I was saying earlier. Why does a pile of balls what does a pile of balls have anything to do with cleaning up the earth of jizz couches? An orbot. Yes. Orb. Okay. Orb bot. <laughs> so my question is how do you make a drill out of balls? Very carefully. <laughs> you grind really hard. <laughs> <laughs> use the jets for thrust friction yes. <laughs> jets for thrust i have never beaten this game Pat's i have gotten probably beaten this Pat's game probably beaten. i've gotten with his feet far in this game i've gotten back mind. in the genesis version i got i think to level day 12 i think is as far as i've gotten in this game now i'll tell you one thing that i was playing it this time on the on sonic's ultimate genesis collection save states bitches yeah holy fuck that's amazing like that makes this game playable playable tolerable like that and that save states every single goddamn re-release of an old game should have fucking save states in it because that would you know there's a lot of games that i've never beaten that i might beat with save states you know i've never played the sequel either 
know Vector Man guys, 2? Yeah. It's completely different if I remember it. It's like in forests and stuff like that. Well, that doesn't bother me so much. It depends on how the level design is, right? Yeah. If it's uh, Stri- changing the environment's not so bad. Strikingly unmemorable. Really? Yeah. Which is probably why it's never been gone back to. The I developer that, closed in 2001. Right. And they were. there was a plan to make a, a, a game like uh, in the early 2000s that got axed after Blue Sky closed down and after, you know, whoever acquired it was just like, no, I'm not going to bother. It seems like this would be a good IP to, to re- revamp, but I, yeah. you'd have to really do it right. You'd have to remake him. He's not interesting enough. I want Maybe. I want plumbers with acid trips. Like <laughs> that's going to interest me. You know, I want babes in spacesuits and I want Thundercats. Yeah. Thundercats. Yeah. I mean, if they're going to if it's a guy made of balls, then it's going to have to be hairier and wrinklier <laughs> to at least get anybody's attention. You know, like if you saw that and you're like, "Oh, oh, oh, their partner, champ, champ, tiger, sport, <laughs> squirt." No, Kill not him. squirt. <laughs> yes, I. You you might be right because bringing like the design back then was re- was reasonable for what they were trying to do, but trying to in a world where they can do whatever the fuck they want with their graphics, a, a big dude made of balls might not actually be worth fucking around with. Yeah, make him um, make him greasy fists instead. You know, <laughs> the sequel to Super Meat Boy. Fist <laughs> Super Meatball Boy <laughs> from the makers of Vector Man. <laughs> Super Fist Boy. He's a cluster of fists and he'll fist you. <laughs> Put your fisticuffs up. Fist. <laughs> fist? Uh, I had fun with this game this time. I like I I was I was pleasantly surprised because I remember it being fun. But I was expecting to go back to it and have my nostalgia torn apart. And when I went back to it, you know, like I said, it's probably been 10, 12 years since I've played it. Going back to it now, like I go back and I'm like, this is actually, it's still fun. It was fun to me. The character might be boring to you, you know, whatever. But I enjoyed playing it, especially with the save states. The save states saved my ass because I was was able to get, you know, I'd get halfway through that ice water level and then hit a save state and be like okay now I only have to go back this far because the first time I made it all the way to the boss in that stage and died and it dumped me back at the beginning I wanted to throw my fucking PS3 controller through my TV Man, just next time this happens don't throw the controller at the TV chuck it at the wall I promise you the crunch is infinitely more satisfying I don't yeah it's sat- more satisfying and won't cost me $1200 yep. uh, luckily Vector Man has never driven me to do that kind of thing it's not that hard it's fucking hard, but it's not frustrating, right? I don't. I don't think it's not frustrating. No. I mean, as much as I want to, like, I rail against the ice level because I think it's the dumbest fucking design in the game. However, it is not the worst ice level I've ever played, and it is. It's a, It's fucking annoying because it fucks with the controls, but it's actually surprisingly simple. It's easy because you're kind of just going up, right? So when you have the floaty jumping controls, you're just kind of like you jump and you look around and you see if there's anything above you and then you jump and you look around and you, I never really got hit in that level until I got to the boss. Now the 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 level like I still think it's a dumb design because it's clear that they were like, "Wow, it's really fucking hard to control Vectorman in this level, so we better make it easy." Nothing in this game ever frustrated me to the point where I was just where I wanted to just quit playing. And there, there are plenty. Like Sonic made me want to quit playing, and Castlevania made me want to quit playing. And Castlevania is hard. Um, 
this game never did that. It's but it's still difficult, right? It's still you die a lot. It's challenging. It's not oh, frustrating. Frustrating, yeah. It's challenging but not frustrating. What do you think, Micatron? You've been oddly quiet this podcast unless you're I'm thinking talking about, about scrotums. I, I I've been thinking about the times that I get so frustrated at, at video games that I did something Didn't drastic. You like put bite marks in one of your I controllers. I bit one of my controllers while fighting M Bison on hard in Street Fighter 2. <laughs> now he was a he was a he was, he was a, a cunt, he was he a was cunt a, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. That's what he was. He's absolutely a right. Flaming cunt bitch. <laughs> and that's all I have to say about that. I bit the controller. I think what I'm trying to get at after all of this talk is that I I like this game a lot and I think it's a lot of fun. I think there are nitpicks about the character designs, there are nitpicks about the control mechanics in some levels. You can nitpick um little bits and things, but but I guess what I want to get from Micatron, because like all of those nitpicks, and I still had fun playing the game. But it sounds like you didn't. I was bored. Really? Then that's why I don't have a lot to say about it. It's just boring to me. During the that era of games, I was busy playing things like Zelda and Metroid and Super Mario World and. Yeah. A Shining lot of force. Sh- I mean, if yeah, if it, if if I was playing, it was probably Shining Force two at that point. Ninety three. It was ninety five. Ninety five. Ninety five. Yeah. So if I was going to play any uh, Genesis games, it was going to be Shining Force two at my friend's house or Earthworm Jim. Yeah, you would have been playing Earthworm Jim two at that point, wouldn't you? Yeah, I, I had that so. for the Super Nintendo. I think I think that's one of the other things is like Vector Man was met in its day was met with both both critical and commercial success like made sold a lot of copies made a lot of money everybody liked it but I remember at that time like it was right 95 is when the PlayStation released um so I remember being kind of hyped up for the PlayStation at that time and I remember Vector Man being like this is really just too little too late for the Genesis. Yeah. Like the Genesis was so far gone by 95. Um, Here's what I was the also Super NES had already buried it. And then the PlayStation oh, yeah. was about to come bury it even deeper. I mean, you're like, uh, Sega Genesis just kind of does everything bad. Yeah. In comparison. Uh, also, at it the does time, what Nintendo. What do they though. have to compete with on the PC? Ground Zero Texas. Duke Nukem on the PC, as well as War, uh, Warcraft 2. Was Warcraft 2 that old? Yeah. Yep. So that's those are the games that I was playing. Yeah. And I was like, Doom, so I was, Doom busy. was out in 95 was, too. So yeah, and I mean Doom was enough for a lot of people. Like it might have been Doom 2. At yeah. That, Doom probably. 2 at that point. There was very little reason to play. And and you're right that the character design was not compelling enough to bring people in and be like, this is something I have to play on the Genesis. Yeah, I want to go kill demons and Hitler and uh, <laughs> you know touch touch titty bar ladies <laughs> and swear hey, and fly around in a fucking jetpack and cast death and decay with my death knight and for the horde motherfuckers yeah that all being said if if you haven't played vector man i would still suggest going back and playing it you know it's Agreed. it's worth it's worth a playthrough now for nostalgia value because i know a lot of people that didn't play it at the time if you had a genesis you probably bought vector man back in the day I know every friend that I had that had Genesis at the time owned it because it was one of those things where the Genesis fanboys were sitting sitting around going, "What the 
fuck have we got left? PlayStation's coming out, and we're like, nothing's coming out for the 32X, so... Sega CD? Willie Beamish, Sonic CD. There weren't a lot of good games for the Sega CD. The Lunar series? Yeah, Sega CD, yeah. If you want to spend some time on an old old school platform shooter, uh, go go back and play some Vector Man. I, I think it's I think it's worth a playthrough. It might not be worth um, it might not be worth paying a lot of money for, but um, if you get it on like the Sega Sonic's Ultimate Genesis Collection, which I will you know yet again, of course I'm gonna. It's got save states for fuck's sake, and you can earn trophies. Buy it. So uh, I'm gonna put one caveat. If you want to play an old school shooter and have already played Gunstar Heroes, then play yes. Vector Man. If you haven't, play Gunstar Heroes first. I would almost suggest, I would almost advocate playing Vector Man first because Gunstar Heroes is a better game. So Vector Man okay. might pale in comparison. Yeah, so no, you I'll, wanna, I'll give you that. You know, play Vector Man first, then go play some Gunstar Heroes. But play both of them because Gunstar Heroes is fucking, fucking awesome. I believe the Genesis Collection on Steam actually includes Gunstar Heroes in the same pack as Vector Man. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. What are they running? There's a, gun, there's a Gunstar Heroes uh, on, that you can just buy by itself on PlayStation Network for like three bucks. Yeah, that it's I'm the not, same on Steam. Is it the original? Yeah, it's the original. It is yeah. the original? Okay, it's, it's not, not, it's not like a re- remake or anything. Yeah, so. okay. No. Uh, the places where you can get Vector Man, you can get the original Genesis version. Uh, you can get it on Virtual Console for 600 points. 600 points? 600 points. 600, 600, points. Um, 600 rupees. You can get it on Sonic Gems collection for PS2 and GameCube, and you can get, the, of course, the best way to get it is Sonic's Ultimate Genesis collection on Gen- on PS3 or Xbox 360. Steam has it as well. Steam has it as well. So um, give it a shot. It's probably, you know, Sonic's Ultimate Genesis collection, you're paying 45 cents for it, so that's probably a good way to get it, but uh, Steam it? is, how much is it on Steam? Three bucks. Three bucks. But that's also not terrible. the collection packs the, uh, are pretty good. Yeah. So it's like seven bucks for a collector's pack or twenty four for all of the collector's pack, which is like fifty games. Nice. So it's a pretty good price. So like the Genesis collection yeah, basically. It's, yeah. it's Did you mention the GameCube one? Sonic's Gems? Yeah, yeah. Okay, Sonic Gems on PS2 and GameCube. We like balls. Go play with the balls. <laughs> it's not funny anymore. It really isn't. <laughs> I I I've never thrown no I can't say that I've never thrown a controller I have thrown controllers um in my adult life I have never thrown a controller can't say that since since <laughs> since let's see have I thrown a controller I might have thrown a PS2 controller once I've I know I've come very close during the recording of this show to like hucking my Game Boy across the room uh a few times and uh but yeah, I, I, I just I'm not the kind of guy anymore. Like I, I definitely go and then set my controller down. You know, <laughs> Little <laughs> Big like, Planet. I chucked a controller because of it. <laughs> really? Why? Because uh, I managed to find like I was playing through as quickly as possible, get to the last boss, die on the last boss about seventy times, finally defeat him, and I'm so excited that I was running ahead of where the camera was. Could not trip the last trigger to set off the events for the, the last, like, you know, stage so <laughs> you couldn't finish it. So I had to reset the game. Oh! Had to beat that son of a bitch again. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Well so I, I'm standing on basically. Thank you, Media Molecule. <laughs> I was standing on the screen and I can see the congratulations banner, like, slightly out of the ground. <laughs> of, you know, you beat the game and nothing I can do. You know, like, I'm stuck on this final screen because, you know, hey, once you've gotten to that point, you know, there's events going on and you can't run back. 
well, if you miss that trigger, you can't nice. go back. Nice. Jerks. Yeah, I, I, I haven't. It's been a long time. I've never actually broken a controller. I've thrown them, but never broken them. I, I have a friend. Uh, well, I, I don't know friend. Any, I haven't seen him in you know since high school. But I, I have a guy that was my friend in high school that I watched torque a PS One controller in half. Nice. Um, <laughs> this is the same guy that. Were you here when I told the story about him and his his PS One? Like the greatest fucking story of video game rage ever. It's been like a year since I've told this story, so I'm going to tell <laughs> oh, it I haven't again. Heard this story. You haven't heard this. This is the this is awesome. He was playing Mortal Kombat Two on the PlayStation. Classic. And he had the PlayStation sitting on top of his 25 inch console TV, like an old school wood box console TV, right? So he's sitting there and he's he gets to I think it was Goro and gets his ass handed to him. He's like fuck and gets his ass handed fuck and then like three or four times of trying this he finally snaps and he takes his controller and he yanks on it really hard. So the controller comes out of the controller port and pulls the PlayStation off of the front of his TV. So it's hanging by its cords on the front of his TV. He throws the controller (laughs) into his kitchen. He walks over to the PlayStation. He grabs the PlayStation in whole and just yanks on it till all the cords come out of the back. He then, this is the best, instead of hitting the button to open the console to get the disc out, he cradles it like a baby and then pries his fingers under the lid, tears the lid off of his PlayStation, like breaks it completely off, takes the disc out, breaks the disc in half, throws the disc in the kitchen behind the controller, and then proceeds to throw the remains of the PlayStation into his kitchen and storm into his bedroom. And I just like, I was sitting on his couch watching him do this, and I was just like, all right. I got up and walked out of his apartment. (laughs) Brilliant. I, the I, worst case of video game rage I've ever been personally witness to. So I did see someone destroy an Xbox 360 in an amazing way when it red ringed. Yeah. They picked it up and proceeded to beat it into the ground. Nice. Like it was a sledgehammer just <laughs> over and over. Like like I'm pretty sure they cut their hands a couple times in the process of doing it. <laughs> they didn't care. They just <laughs> <laughs> it, just over and over and over. I threw a controller playing Super R-Type. That game was hard. Yeah. Still is hard. Frustrating. Such a good game. So hard. Okay, so if I'm when you die, you lose all your power-ups, right? So yeah. basically, you have to go throughout the entire game without, without dying. dying. Because otherwise, you are fuck-sword. Gra- Gradius is more like that. Yeah, Grad- Gradius. Gradius is terrible for that. You're you're like in some Moeds. sections. If you R types just as bad though. If you're in certain parts of the game and you die, you just restart. You're pretty much gonna start from you, level you pause one because you're gonna you die. Press up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B A. Unpause the game and explode. Next show we are doing zombies at my neighbors. Yeah, and we need to determine what we are doing for a few shows after that. So I, I had Castlevania. A, I w- I had this con. We're you want to do Castlevania Bloodlines, and I'm not necessarily disagreeing with that. However, I want to get a few shows out. And I had a conversation with Andy in the car today, Megatron. You clearly weren't there, uh, or was about, I? <laughs> <laughs> uh, about the fact that. Um, we're year, we're over a year into the show. We still have not done any of the NES Super Mario games. 
we might want to do you know we might want to return to a Mega Man game we haven't done there's there's quite a few things that we haven't done yet that maybe we should consider going back to um, and we brought up some games today that might be interesting to, to take care of like you know what about Gunstar Heroes going to an NES game might be pretty good Dragon Warrior that might kill Luke actually Dragon Warriors okay so I it I, is the grindiest it's of grindy. the Dragon Warrior I wouldn't games. mind playing okay I have no I have no problem playing an RPG we we want to give at least a month month and a half for that because I know how much I know how much or little we play fucking I'd say more. games so like we want to have long term planning on that long term planning for for Dragon it's like Warrior like 60 hours now if I could only remember yeah. the other two games that we mentioned earlier that we wanted oh that's what it was A Boy and His Blob yeah. So we should do here here's my proposal. Castlevania Bloodlines next week. No, Zombies Ate My Neighbors next or week. Or Zombies Ate My Neighbors next week, followed by Castlevania Bloodlines, followed by A Boy and His Blob, and then followed by Super Mario Three. That's yeah, I'm down with that. As long as it's not two, I don't care. We're gonna do two eventually. Two is no. <laughs> so maybe we should do two because we're gonna do a whole bunch of good games no, in a row. Maybe we should do two. Uh, why can't we just keep doing good games? <laughs> There's we plenty can... of good games that we can. Because good game, you know, good. You want good game? Play, play. Good game. See. Play. <laughs> it's like it's like there are you know there's the eight chairs at this table and one has nails sticking through it and looks like someone's got to sit in that seat. Well, then you got to think about it this way because there is a whole contingent of people in this world that love that game. It's all it, and I, I don't want I to want play to Super out. Mario Inception. <laughs> no, thank you. I want to play Super <laughs> Mario Two at some point because I want inappropriate to... horn segment. <laughs> <laughs> Fan falling off a bridge. <laughs> Give you the kick. <laughs> I uh, what were we saying? I want to play a dream Super Mario. Dream. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> I want to play Super Mario two because I am fine. Not necessarily just picking a shitty game like Andy does and playing it was a, a game. Joke. It was one <laughs> bullshit. And I, but there are definitely games out there that people have huge nostalgia for and love like secret of mana i actually made people angry with my opinions on secret of mana yes, and you did. i want i want to take games like that and and you know shit all over them so that people realize they're not as good as people think they are you know like mario 2 is not a good game it's definitely not a mario game i wonder if i could actually beat it in 10 minutes or less <laughs> I'm neutral on Super Mario Bros. 2, so... We'll, we'll go with three, because we do need a string of good games to keep us After all in the mood. Beast, we like, need some good games. Yeah. That was just a painful episode. We'll, we'll talk offline and talk about doing some, uh, some, some Dragon Warrior, getting some more RPGs in here, because um, the other thing that I wanted to propose was doing a handheld, like maybe Link's Awakening... I'm talking that about sound it. good. This is also some. There's a lot of good Game Boy titles that yeah. you could do. There's some bad ones too. We should do Faceball 2000. Oh <laughs> wow! I mean, there's other there's other games like. Um, oh man, I was thinking of another Adventures of Lolo and on the NES. So there's like that parallel. Mm-hmm. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on the Game Boy was super awesome. That was actually pretty good. Very yeah. good. Castlevania Adventure. Oh yeah, with the rolling eyeballs. 
Yeah, it's pretty oh, good. I it's good. That very vividly. vividly. Yeah, that was my that was the game that I played the most on the Game Boy Castlevania Adventure. Yeah. yeah. So it looks like we've got th- the next few shows uh, planned out ahead of us. Hopefully, it won't just be a whole uh, us you know circle jerking about all these good games. Uh, we we've got to hopefully have some dissenting opinion. Maybe maybe some of these I'll go back to and play now and be like nostalgia out the window. Isn't this whole podcast a circle jerk anyway, regardless of our opinions? There is food and the there's a cracker. The table. In I was going to say this, this is the second. <laughs> podcast in a row that this subject has come up. Yeah, which terrible. You got anything to say before we wrap this shit up? No. Nope. Good. I, I love you. Yeah. I don't love you. Quick plug for our other podcast on Geekerific. Check out the Trade Secrets podcast. It's all about comic books. You'll love it. Uh, Andy and I co-host with uh, with Micatron's girlfriend Anne Bean and She's uh, Joel Simon. Rate us on iTunes. She's a real uh, girl. She actually I is. I promise. She actually is. Uh, rate us on iTunes. Helps us out a lot. Gets us more <laughs> listeners. <laughs> I've got my back turned to the other two while I'm reading this, and I have no idea what they're doing behind me. So. Blooper, what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Blooper. <laughs> Uh, Gotta get laid tonight, do some push-ups. You can review us on Zune. Uh, if you go to social.zune.net, search for the After the Fact podcast, you can log into the marketplace and do um, and uh, do a review. By the way, I found out that um, the Zune software is going to continue. Uh, Microsoft as, is keeping it as a brand. They're using it on the Xbox for, for MP3s and subscription services and, and media delivery. What they're not doing is the Zune HD has been discontinued because the big point of the Zune HD was Zune was HD radio, and it's not HD radio is dead. So they're discontinuing the Zune HD, and they're probably discontinuing Zune hardware overall, but they haven't made any announcements. So... We will still be available on Zoom for anybody that actually wants to listen to us through that service. Follow us on Twitter. Our main Twitter feed is at AfterTheFactPod. I am at GeekElite. Andy is at MathTastrophe. Micatron is at MrAtron. You can like our Facebook page on Facebook.com slash AfterTheFactPodcast. You can follow us on Tumblr at ATFP.tumblr.com. You can join the forums on the website at www.geekerific.com. Post questions there, comments, bullshit with us about video games. Start some some discussions. I'm I'm really terrible. I'm not a community manager, so I'm really terrible at starting discussions on forums. But if you guys want to talk about something, fucking talk about it on there. And if you want to be a part of the show, you can email us at afterthefact at geekerific.com. You can at reply us on Twitter. You can uh, post to our Facebook page. Anything that we get, we will use on the show. This has been episode 33 of After the Fact Podcast. I am Luke. Thank you, Andy. Blooper. Thank you, Micatron. Roof on my mouth itches. And we're out. I'm tasting blood here. This is not good. Vector man, vector man, I keep dying in vector man. I'll die here, I'll die there, I will die anywhere. Oh fuck, I died in vector man.